So my brothers and sisters, there is a lot going on in today's gospel. And there's, there's five points, five points that I think is very important that we do not miss. It's hard. I mean, it's a long gospel, and it's easy to kind of get wrapped up in this detail or another, and we might miss some things. So these five things I think are going to be very important for you to, to consider. First and foremost is that Jesus' friend Lazarus lives very close to Jerusalem. And the last time that Jesus had been in Jerusalem, they tried to kill him. And so he had gone back to Galilee, and it's time now to, to determine whether or not he's going to go to Bethany, which is very near Jerusalem. His disciples say, Jesus, why would, why would you do that? The last time you were there, they tried to kill you there. Some of them, I'm sure, trying to talk him out of going. Some saying, no, that's your friend. Let's go. He's ill. He's sick. Let's go. Thomas, doubting Thomas, the one who kind of gets the bad rap. What does Thomas say in today's gospel? Thomas is the one that says, let us go also and let us die with him. Very courageous. It's an important thing to, to consider is that Thomas was not always this doubter, this coward. Thomas is a heroic figure in the gospels. Secondly, Lazarus's sisters. I want to talk a little bit about Lazarus's sisters. First, Martha encounters Jesus and says, had you been there, my brother would not have died. And Jesus says to Martha, he will rise. And Martha has this super interesting interaction with Jesus in which she says, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And she has this deep faith in the resurrection of the dead. It's a beautiful thing to see. But Jesus says, no, I will do more than that. Then comes Sister Mary. And Mary even cries. And she's sad. And the other Jews, they're, they're crying. And when Jesus sees their sadness, he too becomes sad. It says that Jesus wept. Jesus wept at the friend, at the death of his friend. Along with Mary, along with the Jews, we have those who are still doubters. And this is kind of that third point that I want you to, to not miss out. One of the reasons that also that Jesus is sad is because he just sees how many people are still hard of heart. And so he says, for their good, I will rise this man from the dead. I will raise this man from the dead. The fourth point, again, don't miss this from today's gospel. Jesus raises a dead man, brings him back to life. And then number five, and I think this might be the most important point. It comes from the very last of today's gospel. It says that many of the Jews who had come with Mary came to believe in Jesus. And so today's story, this whole story, is wrapped around getting people to believe in Jesus. That's the crux of this whole story. That's the most important point of this story, is that more people came to believe in Jesus. That's even more important than the fact that Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Do we believe in Jesus? Have we come to truly believe in him? In that early interaction between Martha and Jesus, we see this whole thing of, yes, I believe in you. And if you speak of the resurrection 
of the dead, then I believe it, Jesus. I believe it. When we see that, we see a woman of faith. But what about each of us? Do we have that same deep faith? My brothers and sisters, I'm not going to pretend... I'm not going to pretend that this coronavirus thing, that it doesn't scare me, because it does. In fact, I've had to be very, very careful as to how much news I read or watch, because it's very easy to become overburdened by the news and by every report that comes forth because of the coronavirus. Yes, important to be informed, but be careful so that we do not become overwhelmed. If you find your anxiety level rising, maybe you need to watch less news. It's there. It's real. It's happening. But you don't need to focus upon it every minute of every day. My brothers and sisters, I've seen the spectrum. I've seen the spectrum of fear from people who who have no fear and, and they probably need to have a little bit more fear of this or at least be a little bit more conscientious conscientious about the reality of this virus, of this pandemic. But I've also seen those on the other extreme, the other extreme who can't even live their life. They're paralyzed by this, and and that's not what God wants. If it's affecting the way you're interacting with other people, your family, your friends, your loved ones, be very careful. Maybe you need to watch a little bit less news. I think that we need to continually ask ourselves the question, where are we in regards to our faith in Jesus Christ and in his promise of the resurrection? We need to continually ask ourselves that question. Two weeks ago when I was up here preaching, I spoke a line, I said something, and a lot of people have approached me about that since that day. And and again, it was a terribly different world even two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, people were sitting here in these pews. Voluntarily, yes, but I encouraged them and I thanked them. And I said something to the effect of, and if this virus comes for me and I die from the coronavirus, well, okay. It's been a good run. That was my line two weeks ago, and I I still hold to it. Now, I understand the reality of this pandemic. I understand the reality of this virus, and I don't have a fear, per se, of my own death, but I do have a fear of transmitting this virus to somebody else and maybe seeing them die because I was careless. But if I'm talking about my own life, I really think I'm okay with facing death. Because I have a deep faith that Jesus Christ is who he said that he was, and we can believe what he tells us, that there is such a thing as the resurrection of the dead, and that that resurrection is even better than what happened to Lazarus today in this gospel. In today's gospel, what we have is a resuscitation that's different than a resurrection, Lazarus is still going to die again. He's going to grow old and he's going to die. The resurrection is something different. It's better. It's more glorious. And this is what we are called to have faith in. In our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who will lead us into the resurrection. What is this line that we are going to say here shortly? 
in the Nicene Creed. It says, I look forward. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. It doesn't say that I fear the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come or that I'm paralyzed by it, but I look forward to it. And if we can have that kind of a faith in Jesus, as Martha did, as Mary did, as the Jews came to have because they saw the resuscitation, then we can live free of fear. And isn't that what we all long for? Even as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we have no fear. My brothers and sisters, the story of Jesus Christ is real. The message he puts before us is true. And if we place our hope in him, he will lead us into glory. Yes, let's be careful. Yes, let's be smart. Yes, let's not be foolish or imprudent. But above all those things, let us put all hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Be not afraid, my brothers and sisters. Be not afraid.